Hello and welcome back to Bank Buses and welcome back to the podcast. Now this podcast is slightly different. For one, I am driving Death Auto. There isn't anyone else, unfortunately, in with this recording because of restraints on how we managed to be able to record it. However, this episode... We're just going to do a bit of housekeeping, uh, as it is only me, and we're going to sort of update you with what our plans are in the future and where we want to go with our channel. Now, do apologise any knocking noises or any of that stuff. The phone is sort of, it's not even anchored anywhere, it's just in the middle of the car. So it's not ideal. I'm going to try and anchor you a little bit better to stop you moving around as much so I've only recorded this once and it was only about 12 minutes long so I thought normally when I do an update video in the car and I plan on it being short I can witter on for about 40 minutes that's about the time it takes me to get home so that's what I'm going to do and as things have developed over the last few days, I can bring you up-to-date information with what we hope to intend to do, and what we are doing, essentially. So, earlier this month, the lovely Dennis Darts, the Rosendale Dart, managed to pass an MLT. So, we're now comfortable that it's roadworthy and on the road. Following that MLT... We're now going to, we've ran it around a bit, we thought that I'd sort a few issues with the fuel system that we're having. Um, turns out it didn't, no, it didn't work. So, now we're on this ball game of, well, how do we fix this problem? And after finally capturing what it does on video, and having our main engineer look at it the one that's actually got a qualification in engineering he reckons we've got leaking injectors now that is something I suspected a while ago but we wasn't too sure and we didn't really want to spend the money on pulling the engines apart and then it fell in MLT because the chassis is rotten or something so now it's past an MLT, we're a lot more willing to do some work. And we also posted the same video into the Cummins forum, uh, which is for like the Dodge trucks over in America that have the same 5.9 litre Cummins 6 BT engines in them. And they came back with it sounds like we've got possibly a ruptured fuel line, which is only ruptured enough to let air in, be sucked in but not allow fuel to get out. So, with that, we're going down that road. So what we're going to be doing, uh, this weekend actually, which is a shame because we could have recorded the podcast all of us on the Saturday, but what we're doing on this Saturday the 2nd, I think it is, is yes, Saturday the 2nd, is we're going to be starting to do the work that is needed to refresh the fuel system essentially and 
bring the engine up to specs. Now, the, according to the forums and all that, the engine is supposed to get new injectors every 20,000 miles to 30,000 miles or something like that it is. And we can probably guarantee that this has not had injectors since 2005, at least maybe 2013. It also probably hasn't had an oil change either. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be taking off this fuel line that we suspect is uh, faulty, cleaning this new sediment filter out again, and then from there we will be looking at pulling the injectors out. Uh, they may be a bit tricky, but we're going to attempt to pull them out. Uh, also, the rocker covers are coming off, and our engineer is going to check all the clearances on the rocker covers, as well as clean them, and just generally, generally going to be making sure that everything on top of the engine essentially is good because we can't see it being anything any deeper so it's got all the sources point to a fuel problem and this fuel problem isn't getting any better which we thought it would so hopefully now we are looking at being able to solve this problem it is going to be costly as if as is anything in preservation it's costly so with that said we're looking roughly around 60 pound for injectors 60 to 70 pound for injectors the fuel line depends on several different factors uh, but we're, we're planning on being able to do it an easy way, which will be cost effective as well as maintenance effective. Um, and then we may have to look at doing a few other parts of it as well. Obviously, we've got to get new gaskets for the rocker covers um, and anything else that Chris will need to be able to service it. We're also going to be looking at doing the engine oil change and getting that done. And putting new filters on it and in being able to inspect what's actually underneath the engine that will give us another clear cut view of what is actually going on inside this engine hopefully and we're pretty sure there's, there's just going to be a few metal filings and that's it and a few metal filings is not a problem big metal filings is a problem but little metal filings isn't a problem we did have a leaking gearbox at one point, but it seems that now the gearbox has warmed up and we've used it. That issue seems to have solved itself, which is good. So, that is really it for the dark. Obviously, we're going to be repainting it over the summer and finishing off its paint job. Uh, as we've only stuck paint on it just to protect it for now and make it a little bit more presentable. Although, it probably isn't, but... It looks it looks the part. So we will be finishing that off. Now we're very, very happy that this podcast is slowly taking off. We're also very happy that the YouTube videos seem to be taking off again 
but we seem to be getting our viewership and our people, our fans back, which is something that we're really happy about. Um, there's nothing more soul-destroying than when we do videos and they get 50 views or 100 views and that's it. So we're very, very happy that they're coming back. Um, so with that said, we're aiming to do our next sort of thing. Now, we are losing patrons, which we understand. We do understand why we're losing them. And th- this podcast doesn't really need to be about the bush. You only have to look at our Patreon feed to know that we went from being able to post loads and absolutely loads, and we've, we've sort of whittled it down to absolutely sod all, which is unfair. And we aim to replenish this and fix this in the short term. We have had a few knocks, uh, as you well know. We've also had a few knocks back end, which is just, we've all been so busy and family life and everything else has been getting um, in the way. Not, well, not so much in the way, but, you know, family come first at the end of the day. We all do this. It is a business that we're trying to do and take off about preservation, but at the end of the day, family and our full-time jobs come first until we can physically sustain either ourselves or a day off here there to do this sort of things. We are now in our new yard. We're back with the V10, where well, where the V10 used to be, which is expensive. Expensive in the ways of we've gone from paying ninety pound a month, which was with Town and District Transport Trust, um, to a hundred pound a month, which was at that secret yard, uh, which was a favour. And then we've jumped up to £144 um, every four weeks. But we don't feel that that is necessarily a bad thing. It's it's a mixed feeling bags that we've got about it. But we hope that being in that yard and it's quiet on weekends and what have you, we're going to be able to just be left to our own devices to be able to do our videos and get on with it essentially we're also a hell a hell of a lot closer to home to get from there now from my house it's about five ten minutes for sure and it's two minutes so we're a lot closer to home so we can get on with doing more things like the other week we just nipped down there and we did a few bits and went home we don't necessarily anymore have to make a full day of it which Makes working on the bus a lot better. Unfortunately, leading up to the MLT, we were very busy trying to do bits and bobs, and we, we just didn't quite have it in us to do any recording, which is why there's not been any new footage for the bus, essentially. Uh, and there was all mundane jobs that we were having to keep repeating because we'd fix it and then it'd break again, and it, it was just mundane. So, that's why there's not been any new content, so to speak, from the dark. We will be now 
replenishing that content as we will be starting doing the video in again very shortly. Um, obviously the first video going to be of us doing this again. So everything is looking up and we hope to be able to regain our viewership and our memberships which the memberships help us out a lot. They help us support the project more than what we can on our own and it's not to say that we want you to pay for it, that's nowhere near, we, we, we pay a lot ourselves and it just gives that little bit extra to be able to do things quicker or in the future we'll be able to look at getting a second vehicle or buying into a second vehicle uh, with someone and being able to help out and just generally move on to do more things which is the aim of the game we want to be able to do more and we'd love to have a second vehicle again it's a lot of it's just a case of what second vehicle and when is it likely that we're actually going to be able to afford it we are managing with what we've got now which is good it's not sort of upset it upset the balance at first but sean being the wonderful director and person he is managed uh, came through and he essentially propped everything up and put the tempo back in when things looked a bit down and gloomy through to very unexpected bills coming in which you know, I can't wish for a better team than that. And I know Sean will listen to this podcast, so you can stop tooting your own horn, Sean. But it's that's that's the truth. We, we we have an amazing team that does work very hard. It's just time is a big factor, and another large factor is because. We all work full time, all our days off are different, all the cameras are stored at my home, so, you know, it's we can't leave them at the bus because we obviously have to download the footage, but for this, this is why this new storage place, it does have uh, offices and stuff like that, and it, if not, there is one round the corner that does. Get on your own side of the road. Um, and one of the things we would actually like is an office. It only has to be a one-man office, because the chances of being more than one of us in the office at any one time is slim. But it gives us a place where we can put the cameras, we can get the footage off, we can get everything we need off the cameras there, and we can leave them there, which is, that, that would make things a lot easier. Because obviously, I... I do all the editing, so if, like, Sean's gone to the bus and that, and he, he's got some footage, and he's put it in, and then I've got that to edit, you know, I can edit it if I can't get to the bus, I can edit on my laptop or whatever when I'm out, out and about, um, and that would be a great help, but obviously offices are expensive, but... There's a lot that we would like to do and we want to do. Uh, we'd like a workshop and stuff like that. We have been talking about trying to get some money behind us and then looking at uh, buying 
are renting a bit of land uh, with the prospect of buying it and before those that know what who we are and what we're like start laughing this is a very long-term goal that and things that we do look into uh, with our own land and that we can get port cabins and stuff like that we can make it our own little workshop and our own little space there's no reason why we can't essentially um, but we, we we need to make sure that everything's running smoothly and everything's going going well before we can look at doing things like that um, because there really is if, if everything's going well there really is no reason why we can't look at doing stuff like that and it's ambitious yeah but it's something we want and we will get there we've been deterred out of trying to be forced out of this hobby several times because of the way we do things and how we have the YouTube channel and we have patronage and we have members and we ask for donations etc and we have had certain comments and certain things where people try to rip us apart and force us out of it and we won't be forced out of it and that's as simple as that that's that is what essentially has caused this quiet spell is people it's why we went quiet on Facebook and whatever, because we had a lot of people commenting very nasty things, and we had things coming into our inboxes which were very nasty um, regarding the way that we run, run our own business. But our business, although it's not a charity, it's a limited company, it still runs the same as any other business like the Museum of Transport, the Town and District, Museum of Science, all of them, they all rely on donations and they all ask for donations. We ask for donations, it's totally up to you as viewers, as followers, whether you donate or you don't donate. You know, we, we will bang on about it, but it's up to you whether you do it or not. We're not going to hold a gun to your head and go, you are going to donate. And the testimony to this is is that in the summer we plan on doing a 199 and Transpeak run and we're going to be operating that out of our own pockets we're going to be filming the routes for YouTube which will get some of our funds back but we are going to be operating it for the first time ever when we do route filming we're going to be operating it as a free service so what does that mean well it means basically if you want to come along, we'll publish the times when we're going to be at places. If you want to come along for a ride, you can do. And it's as simple as that. So if you want to come along, you can. Um, it's totally free. There's no obligation. We will be doing a ticket service, though, for it. But the tickets will be free. And it's only so we can make sure that we're not over full or anything like that so we're going to be doing the tickets and then if you want to turn up on the day you can do but you may be refused you know that sort of thing and it's just that we want to make sure that we're not going mad with how many people are on the bus because um, obviously we lose a few seats through having to carry uh, water and other bits in case of breakdowns 
So we, we, we want to make sure that that is ran properly. And it is going to be the first time we do it, so we're not too sure how it's going to work out. But if it works out well, we will be looking at doing other routes in this fashion. Um, and just because normally when we do when we do route videos, we'll plan a day where we'll go to one location and we'll go to a different. We'll do A to B and then we'll do a B to C, C to D, and then we'll work our way back along the routes. Or we may work our way in and out of a few places first and then work. So we, we make sure that we're very fuel efficient with the way we do things. But we'd like, because there isn't many events this year and there's not many that we're going to really be attending. Uh, it's a way that users, enthusiasts and followers and supporters can come ride on the vehicle, have a good ride out, have a good laugh with us. And generally just have a nice day out whilst experiencing the vehicle that you are supporting you are essentially supporting the vehicle by just watching on youtube as long as you don't use an ad blocker um all them videos that have ads on you are supporting by them ads that's but we don't put ads on a lot of them that are supported and ran for the viewers uh, so most of them working on the Dennis Dart most of them are ad free and they are supported by Patreon and memberships and that's how we do it and we, we thought about doing it several different ways, we tried several different ways and it just doesn't work this is the way it seems to be working at the moment and we're going to carry on testing this theory and seeing how it works going from there. With all that said, everything is looking good. And we do hope to be out on the scene. I think the first rally that we've actually sort of looked at going to again is going to be Barrow. Um, it's quite far, but... I enjoyed it when we when I went there with the right-handed bus dart. So why not take the bigger dart? And now we don't have the right bus one. It's a shame. We we really like that right bus dart, but hey ho. You know. Um, but the other thing that we want to do is we're gonna we're gonna be looking at going down to see the B10 um, and have a look at their yard and the vehicles they've got in their yard. They are, in a way, a bit of an inspiration to what we want and what we've got. He does have, the person who owns it does have a lot more money than we do. But there's no reason why we can't do it. So, yeah, we, we do have a lot of plans and a lot of stuff in the pipeline that we, we want to do and we, we, we're thinking of doing. And the cards are on the table, essentially, for it to be done. It's just getting around to doing it. As I say, the podcast will be back to normal hopefully next month. I think we're going to be recording it early on next month to make sure that all of us can be there and there's going to be more than just me or me and Scott. And then we're going to be going from there, I think, with it. I've found out this the app that we use to do the podcast on, we can 
record the podcast straight to it, which I didn't know about on the apps. You can't. You can do it online, but you can't. Don't think you can do it this easy. But as we can now do it this easy, then it's going to be a lot easier for us to actually record it, and everybody's going to be in the same volume. Hey. So no more of episode two. Obviously, everything is on paper in plan, but everything changes at minutes by minutes. Um, so we just got to see how everything goes. As far as membership goes and that, and Patreon, the tiers are there. Um, you can find them at patreon.com forward slash mangbusses. Uh, you can find all our social media and all the ways you can support us at www.mankbusses.com forward slash supporting us, dash us. Or if you just go to mankbusses.com and then click on supporting us up at the top, find all the different ways you can support us. Even even if people just send a pound on PayPal every month, which is an option, there is that option there. That pound, even after PayPal fees, it adds up. If 20 people do it, it adds up. And what's a pound? It's a bottle of pop these days. If it gets any dear, it's going to be a Freddo. Remember when Freddo's was cheap. Um, so yeah, it's that's where we're up to anyway. Um, do need a few parts and a few bits, but we'll get them and we'll work on getting them. Meanwhile, in Manchester, though, the franchising plan's going ahead now in Bolton, uh, I think it is that area. Uh, but Andy Burnham's uh, clean air zone isn't. Uh, that's been put on hold so even though the bus is exempt it's been put on hold anyway now Um, I forgot to mention that to that guy who's been asking questions Um, but yeah so we are really liking all the extra interactions we're having with you Um, we are very stressed at the moment or we were things have calmed down a hell of a lot and we have all pulled ourselves back together as a team and uh, the event has essentially shown how strong of a team we are together and that's that's the important bit we might not do a lot online all together but as a group we are very strong as a team and it takes a lot to pull us apart essentially and make us give up, it's just not going to happen, um, there is, th- there's a lot that's gone on behind the scenes essentially with it all, but we, we never fell out, um, we, we still have no idea why that other Callum left, We're still totally clueless on that. Um, but that is one of them things where it is what it is 
and it's been dealt with. Uh, obviously, we we don't know whether they still watch our stuff or whatever. I know they are banned from a few of our pages um, due to the way they were, uh, the pair of them. But other than that, I don't know. We, we don't know if they watch our things or not. I mean, they can. You don't have to have an account on YouTube to watch. So we are aware that we, we don't want to go slagging them off and stuff like that, but... You know, that, that caused quite an uproar between us and it definitely pulled the group together uh, more. So, yeah. But you can find out a lot more on Patreon about what's been going on uh, behind the scenes. We are very upfront on Patreon as well as we are to YouTube members. Um, what I will say about it, though, is if you do want to become a member of any description, Patreon is the better one. We ain't seen more money of it, because the fees aren't as high. But also, we're able to do a lot more on Patreon. We're able to do play a lot more with it. Uh, on YouTube, we're very limited to what we can and can't do. We have started a newsletter, uh, for those that don't know. You can find the newsletter on the website as well. There is a public newsletter and there is a members-only newsletter. Members-only newsletter sometimes will go into, has extra pages. It always has an extra page at least. But it, it will contain extra pages and will go into more detail about what uh, has been going on, uh, costs... Um, and things like that. So we are up front as a group, and that's the way we like it, and the way we we've always liked it. Uh, obviously, being up front has cost us a bit, and people rip us apart for different reasons. And oh, we shouldn't be asking for donations if we can't afford it. We shouldn't be doing it, and all this. And, you know, we, we have that all the time, but what people do not realise, and I know I'll finish with that point, but people don't realise is we pay, the way it's set out at the moment, the directors, there's three of us officially on the cards, Stefan, Sean and myself, we pay the rent, the tax and some of the fuel. You guys help pay some of the fuel, spare parts, filming of videos, and all that sort of stuff. That's what you guys are helping to create, and that's the way we want it. And what angers us about the whole situation is there's people on YouTube that restore different things. There's one in America at the moment who does rebuild rescue, is called, and he does plates. And people support him. He's raised nearly $250,000 for him to rebuild a plane. You know? But yet, in the preservation scene, we get frowned upon because we ask for a pound a month. We get told, well, if you can't afford it, you shouldn't be doing the hobby. But that's not the way it should be. At the end of the day, and this is what we've always said, at the end of the day, we are preserving something in history. We are preserving it for the 
public to see, ride on, remember, uh, get nostalgia over, and that is what we're doing it for. If we weren't doing it for that, we won't be bothering. And it, it's only the same as a museum. It, the only difference is we're not a museum. And this, I, I, I don't know, it, get, it just gets us frustrated a bit um, about it all. Especially when people are very negative uh, to how we run things and how we are and how we're business and stuff like that. And it's, it's not right, you know just because we run it that way and it's just the way it is unfortunately no it works yeah we've only got one bus at the moment we had three at one point but we want to get back to having more and preserving more of history and our goal is complete when we go to an event someone sees the bus and goes I remember riding on this as a child, or I remember driving this back in 1998, well, I remember it new, and it's all shiny, it's all gleam, there's no panel damage, and it's running, it works, and that's the goal at the end of the day, and in years to come, whether it's then we're showing children and uh, schools that this is what buses used to be like and this is how they've changed then that is something that's good and even if we got another dart of either older or a new old version and we can go these are the differences you know this is the different marks of the dart essentially and that is what we want to do we want to be educational with how we do things and we don't want to put people off owning a bus we don't, you know, if you want to preserve something in history, then preserve it for history. But we make sure that people know the costs of doing it. And I joined this back in whenever it was with the B10, quite naive, a bit stupid, thinking it'll be easy. It's not easy and it's not cheap. It really isn't. But I've learned... I formed a group, yeah the group took some knocks, but we formed a group, we became a business, after much umming and ahhing, and we're at the moment, we are at least with the director's help of paying all the rent and that, we break even. We'd make a massive loss if we didn't, but it's about preserving history, we don't care. We're quite happy to put the rent in. If we weren't a business, we'd be doing it anyway. But knowing that people support us and we've got supporters out there and followers, it's a great morale boost. And it makes up for the odd people that ruin things. That You know, the people that are on about, they were, you can't have an it, don't do it, you know, that group. And... If people bought things that they can't afford, then there's loads out there. There's absolutely loads of people out there. There's people out there that got buses, they bought them, and they're just storing them. They're a paperweight. They're sat in a shed somewhere waiting to be worked on because they're so expensive to 
have the work done on them and worked on, that they're having to save up a lot of money to do it. And I'm sure that's going on all over the country. And just, yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it is there. But that is a podcast rant over and done with. I'm sure we'll touch on it in a video on the channel itself. Um, so I'm going to finish this off now because I'm nearly home. You see, I managed to witter on this time for 36 minutes so far. According to the clock in the car. So if you're unaware and you've stumbled across this podcast, which I find very unlikely... We are called Mank Buses. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, uh, Patreon. We have a bit of merch on Spring.com. Uh, we're also on YouTube, Odyssey, uh, Library TV. Uh, and I think that's it off the top of my head. Oh, we're on Twitter as well. We will be going bonkers with social media hopefully soon and getting ourselves out there a lot more so if you'd be very generous and give us a follow or a like it would mean the world to us it also indicates whether you like the channel or not if you've got video ideas or suggestions we do have a discord channel uh, as well which you can find on the website you can find it on there but it is also mancrosses.com forward slash discord that will automatically give you the invite to get in uh, and we have several channels on there where you can meet fellow minded people uh, it is monitored to keep it all nice and polite we don't allow bullying a uh, bit of banter, fair enough but we don't allow bullying, we do keep an eye on it uh, there is also a way in there of being able to suggest your ideas and you know, if you've got a preservation question or you're thinking of preserving a bus, you know, you can ask them in there and pe people will tell you if you've got ticket machines, we'll try and get what we can working uh, for you. Um, and it is a very good community and a very useful community that is on there. So, I'm just going to pull up here just to finish off. So, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and found it useful and informative to what we're doing with the channel. And we'll see you out on the road. Don't forget to give us a wave and see you later. Bye for now.